Welcome to the Four Corners Podcast with Lenny Marcus. Joining me today, as always, is my co-host, Neil Potter. you got to put some gravy on that. <laughs> Four <laughs> topics, 15 minutes each. We're just killing time. Kill it with us. Our Gmail, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram is the number 4C Podcast. Subscribe on iTunes. Listen to us on the Laugh Button Network, thelaughbutton.com. Today's guest is from Los Angeles, California, by way of Indianapolis, Indiana. She's a TV and film editor who has worked on projects such as the Team On franchise on MTV, what Just Happened with Fred Savage on Fox, The Cabin with Burt Kreischer, Don't on ABC, and her favorite, <coughs> Supermarket Sweep, the greatest game show in the history of the free world. I might be biased. If you watch the show, then you've said, ooh, Neil looks so smooth, that's probably because the editor has saved him. <laughs> it's Emily Oates. <laughs> Woo! Hey, everyone. <laughs> Thanks for doing this. Um, is Neil easy to edit? How would you couldn't He's very easy to edit. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have too many problems with him, right? You cut my stutter no, out. No, not at all. You cut my stutter out. That's very important. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And when Neil hems and haws, we got to get that yeah, down. Yeah, thank you so much for making me look funny. There you go. Hopefully season two we see a lot more of you, Neil. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. There okay. You go. Don't stop it. Stop it. So you're from originally from Indianapolis, Indiana, from a politically aware family, from what I found out about you. But you went to, let's pick it up from childhood in Indianapolis, Purdue University. We'll pick it up there. All right. Yeah. I was a graphic design major. Ah. That's um, I... So I did not go to, to like a TV or film school or anything like that. I went for graphic design. Um, what were, what were you thinking about doing? What were you thinking about doing with that degree? Uh, I really enjoyed my web design and package design classes. Ah. You were already doing that in high school before college? I wasn't, but I really liked art. And so I went graphic design. And then you have to take a wide variety of classes. And at Purdue, uh, you have to have a review at the end of your sophomore year. And they only allow, I think, 32 kids to go on after your sophomore year. Wow. Okay. That's a big so, school. So even though it's not known for a liberal arts school, it still has some pretty tough standards. Um, but then I had an internship the summer before my senior year. And they did their own um, training programs, training videos, and other type stuff. So that's where I got to start in TV and video. And I was just like, oh, wow, this is where it's at. Oh. But it's too late to switch majors. So when I was going back for my senior year, I looked to see if there were any TV classes I could take. There was one. And then it got canceled because there wasn't enough interest. So after I graduated... I gave myself about six months to try pursuing TV, and if it didn't work, I'd go to package design or web design that route. And um, Eliminate came through Indianapolis, so I could PA, be a PA on that. Wait, what came so that through? Was a blast. Wait, wait, what came through Indianapolis? Eliminate. What's Eliminate? Oh, you don't remember that show? It's where it'd be either one guy and four women vying for a date. Or the opposite, one woman and four men. And they just compete with each other, and each round someone gets eliminated. And it just kind of showed you how TV actually worked. So well, you got that job right that, out of college? Or while you were in college? Yeah. It was the summer after I graduated, because they, they go through every city, or like big city. Mm -hmm. So they happened to be going through Indianapolis. I found, I forget how I found out about it, applied to be a PA on it, so basically I had to go pick up one of the contestants right? and just hang out with them for the whole day when they're not taping. Right. You have to keep them all kind of separate. And so it just kind of taught us all about TV. Right. And then um, John Mellencamp is from Bloomington, right. which is just about 45 minutes away from where I was living. And he did a big concert for A&E. So I was a PA on that. And then 
Um, John Cougar, I, John Cougar, Jackie yeah. and Diane. Yeah, Jack oh, wow. and Diane. So you learn a lot about television, but that then well, what? Wait, I mean, why did you only give yourself six months? Like, where did that come from? Like, because it's like no, no, like no one in I your family had done this. To get a real job by that point. Okay, so, so <laughs> like that's pressure from needed, your world. But I had faith in my hustle too. Right. Like it's all about hustling. Yeah, that's what so, we. So. Yeah. Um, so how so do you, I just kind of thought six months would be plenty of time to see, you know, if I can make it, but I was still applying for jobs while doing this other stuff, and I applied for a job at Stars in Denver. Um, I thought it was a long shot, but it was for an assistant editor position, and they ended up hiring me, so I moved to Denver. Wow. Lived there for almost three years. Wait, 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 Yeah, this is coming way. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Slow down a little bit. So you're in Indianapolis. You get a, you apply to a job at Stars to be an editor, but how do you know? Assistant you, editor. Assistant editor, but how do you know anything about editing at that point? You were a graphic designer, but you yeah. went into that, that you did learn some stuff at Purdue to be, to do editing? I didn't. <laughs> okay, so you applied as an so editing I learned position. some editing uh, with my internship. Okay. And they were using Premiere Pro at the time, but that was back in 2004, so 2003. So it definitely wasn't the Premiere Pro that we all know today. Okay. Um, but when I applied for the assistant editor job, the HR person who called, she was interested with my graphics background. Oh. So actually having the graphic design background really opened up a lot of doors for me. And when I was talking to who was going to be my manager at the time, uh, we had probably about three or four phone interviews just because we were so far away. Mm-hmm. And he really liked the design background that I had, even though Stars has their own department of graphic designers and stuff like that. He wanted that in the editing world on his department. And so then they ended up, after I was done, I think it was with the John Mellencamp PA job, I flew out to Denver for a day, did an interview. After the interview, hopped back on a plane, flew back to Indianapolis. And I think within that week I was hired. So I moved to Denver at the end of November and... Wow. So was this like a big to do? Like were your parents like, great. Or were you like, oh, my God, I have to move to Denver. I'm I'm an indie girl. It was a little bit about, of that. Cause I'm kind of a country girl. Um, not really a big city girl, which is funny since now I live in Hollywood. Right. Um, but my parents were great. They've my whole family's been very supportive. Uh, they knew I had to do it because Indianapolis doesn't have a lot of jobs like that and if I wanted to go into TV mm-hmm. I mean, there's my chance anybody else in or in your family in TV or anything like that in that in no that no one so they must be like are you now the TV city slicker of the group like oh she's in uh, TV <laughs> at a lot of the big family dinners and get togethers everyone does ask if I just see famous people all day long <laughs> so now you at and this- I think they're always disappointed when I'm just like no <laughs> Well, but this year you'll be able to go in with something, right? I talk to Leslie that's, Jones all the time. That's right. <laughs> well, and last year with Fred Savage, so everyone right. was very, that's right. very oh, yeah. amazed and thought that was pretty cool. Uh, and now yeah. when you're in Denver, you're like, this TV thing's working out better than I thought. <laughs> like, when do you start going, wow, this is really working this is out? pretty good. Uh, it was pretty, pretty soon because they were cool. Like, I had to tell them, I don't know avid Mm -hmm. um, because that's the software they used which is kind of the industry standard these days right for like the bigger shows um and that they were just gonna have to teach me everything because i just don't know it and i'm pretty confident myself and i can learn things quickly but i can't cover up the fact i don't know the program at all how well how how easy was it to go from adobe premiere pro to avid system it was pretty easy, um, and going in as an assistant editor, so we prep everything for the editors. The producers would give us logs, and we would digitize all the footage that needed to go in for their edit session. So you kind of 
You learned it from the ground have up. Have a nice, easy way into learning the system. Because uh, you're not really full on editing yet. Right. It's just kind of the basics of prepping everything, make sure everything's in, everything works. Tr- some troubleshooting if stuff doesn't work. But I also worked a pretty great schedule. Um, we worked four tens, so I worked Sunday through Wednesday. Oh, wow. And on Sundays, they weren't that busy. So I could run a bunch of different edit bays, get all my work done quicker, and then my friends there would teach me how to edit and for the rest of my shift, and I would just start working on stuff that no one else wanted to edit. <laughs> That's pretty and you cool. liked it right away? You're like, okay, this is... I did. Def- oh, you like it clicks right away? Like, this is something I really like? I did. It was just fun. You get to be creative. Um, just get to see things from a different perspective. Being able to pitch in ideas because mm-hmm. uh, producers, a lot of producers will collaborate with you. Like some have their own vision and, you know, they want you to do it a certain way, but others do ask your opinion. And so it's just fun. It's, uh, it's definitely like a teamwork is any, um, so type of position. Anybody else at Purdue like that you left school with? Are they still, are they in L.A. too or anybody like that? No, I don't know anyone. I didn't know anyone in L.A. Um, How'd you get to L.A.? Let's talk about that for a second. How'd you get to L.A.? Like, so you're in so Denver at, working at Stars. So at, yeah, so I was at Stars for almost three years. I wanted to edit, but Stars is one of the best jobs in Denver. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people weren't going to be leaving their job. Right. And that's pretty much the only way uh, you could get promoted was if there's a space. Right. So... I kind of looked at it this way as I moved to Denver without knowing anyone what's a little bit further west. <laughs> I like it. But and did you have a job going out there or you just moved? And no. Then, what? You uh-huh. just said, I'm quitting and going out L.A.? So uh, with stars, there's already a lot of stars people out in L.A. Uh. And I didn't know them, but as soon as people figured out that I was going to be quitting and moving to stars, cause I kept it quiet. And then when it when I did give my notice and everyone found out I was moving to LA, people came to you know my edit bay and they're just like, here's a list of people that are from Stars who live out there. Call them. And you did. Oh, cool. And so I did. And one of the other editors who I had worked with at Stars, I had kind of mentioned to him probably about three or four months earlier that I was thinking about either. New York or L.A. Mm -hmm. And he goes, well, if you go to L.A., here's an editor that's out here. He's worked at Stars, great guy. Um, Contact him and just kind of pick his brain. And I have to say, everyone who I talked to from Stars was amazing. They were all great people. And so I did. I contacted this guy, um, Scott, and he would tell me what I needed to learn before I moved out to L.A. if I wanted to make it as an editor. And so on Sundays, I would get through all my work as fast as I could, just spend the rest of the day working on what Scott was telling me I needed to learn. My editor friends would help me out and kind of pretend to be producers so mm-hmm. I could get used to having them in my bay right? and just kind of you know, acting that part so I could get used to it. That's super cool. And then I decided it was time to move. I wasn't going to get promoted, and I wanted to edit. So uh, I told my parents I was going to move. So they drove out to Denver, helped pack me up, moved me out to L.A. And uh, Scott, the guy who was helping me out, actually rented a room from him in his house. And so Where, I could, where's, where's that? In, where in L.A. are you now? Right in Hollywood? Uh, he was in Burbank. Okay, cool. So that's a good place. He's right there, yeah. And so Scott and his friends kind of gave me the Cliff Notes version and of how to make it in L.A. And <laughs> they couldn't really help me with jobs because where they were at in their career was a lot higher up than where I was going to be starting. Right. Um, but some other people from Stars who lived out in L.A., they helped me out. I had a job within two weeks of moving out there. Oh, shit. Damn. What was the first show you worked on out there? Yeah, what was it? Had you applied? It was for Latino.
Latino television channel, and I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> oh, shit, but you, but you got it. So you really only, you, you didn't have, like, any dark moments out in L.A., like, oh, shit, what have I done? Knock on wood, I have not. I have been <laughs> extremely blessed and yeah. lucky. That is awesome. Well, you hustled, so it probably that paid off. Um, we have one minute left in the segment, so I just want to ask a couple of quick questions. Do you have a dream show or a job to work on or something that, with staying power, like The Bachelor, was that that we wanted? To, like, is it helpful if the show just comes back season after season so you get rehired? Or do you uh, have I a used show? To, I've worked on a lot of talk shows, so I used to have that all the time where, uh, you know, another season mm-hmm. was just kind of a given. Yeah. But now I've been on a string of shows that are only like one season shows. So hopefully Supermarket Sweeps changes that. It <laughs> goes to a couple episodes, a couple of seasons. That would be fun. Yeah. Um, um, uh, that's cool. Other than us, who's the coolest person or a gig that you got to work with? What's what's your favorite? Uh, they're all cool for different reasons. Uh, I've done some stand-up comedy shows, and those oh. are fun just because you get to laugh all day. Oh, that is fun. <laughs> that is fun. So it doesn't really feel like work. I was working on one show, and it was the George Wallace stand-up comedy act right I and that. i was just crying in my edit bag so i'm laughing so hard <laughs> that's good i do love george he's a good guy i like george yeah he's at the Did I ever tell you that story i was walking down the street one time and he was at stand-up new york and he saw my set whatever yeah and then um i forget i had to go to like the atm on the way home and all of a sudden i'm turning the corner here lay like it's and it's George Wallace. Oh, seriously? And I'm like, oh, hey, George Wallace. He's like, great set. <laughs> I'm like, what? You know? I'm like I didn't. Th- I mean, I've met him a million times. I didn't think he actually would com- be able to pull out Lenny out of his ass. But he's like, Lenny. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, like thanks, awesome. George. Yeah, out of the middle of Manhattan. All right, all right. Let's go to the second corner. All right, I want to still with stay with this editing thing because I have a million questions about how to edit a show. Okay. Um, so you just basically answered the first one. Is there more fun shows to edit? I guess comedy shows. Um, is it more fun if you're a fan of the person or a fan of the show? I would say yes, because I grew up watching Supermarket Sweep. I remember watching that as a kid. So when I heard it was coming back, I've only worked on one game show prior to Supermarket Sweep, and mm-hmm. it. This is going to sound weird, but editors get typecast as well. Oh, really? It's not just actors. Oh, oh, seriously? Like, you can only do this show? You're, oh, she's a good game yeah. show editor. Your game show, your reality. Your, that's exactly. Oh, so you want to so yeah. move around. You want to move around? I do want to move around. Yeah. But it's hard. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's crazy. And the, edit, the editing world's changed, so it's it moves around quick, though, right? The, the technology changes a lot or no? Like you it f- constantly changes, but not too crazy, I not guess. Not these like, big changes, because you just keep up with the changes, kind of. Like, the biggest change, I would say, is Avid's kind of the standard to know, and that's what I learned at Stars. So that gave me a leg up. Final Cut was kind of a, was around, but it wasn't on big shows, just because it's harder to have multiple editors working on the same show mm-hmm. and Final Cut. It oh, that's because well that's right, because Apple's a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, got, they don't share it well at all. Yeah, keep going. I know where we're going with this. And, Go ahead. And so um, as long as you were kind of working in Avid and staying up with it, it was fine. And then Final Cut had X, like that version, and then it kind of went away. Mm-hmm. But then Premiere upped their game. And so they kind of filled that void that Final Cut left. Right. So I did have to learn Premiere this year. This year's really the first year I've ever worked on shows in Premiere. Woo! Now we're talking, baby. But now, you, but you can do everything right from your house now. Yeah, that's great. Is that right? Yeah, Literally I haven't been in, a, in an edit bay since. March. Oh shit! And yeah. Do you like this, or do you miss not? It's a little harder because doing it through the cloud or whatever you're doing when you log into this is just a little slower, right? Obviously, it's a little slower. Everything takes a little bit longer, but I don't miss the commute. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, that's true. So, uh, I don't miss being in my car for at least two hours a day. But it's way um, it's way easier if I was in LA and you guys were all in different bays. I could just go into yours and go into the next one, go into the next one. Right. That makes it a lot faster. Yeah. Um, and then you just kind of miss 
talking to other editors to see what they're doing, what kind of problems they have. You actually have to pick up the phone, call or text. <laughs> oh, you have to Whereas, talk to people? Duh. Yeah, you have to talk to people. Like, but, you can't go into the next room and go, Neil's a problem. Right? <laughs> will, but will, this, yeah. will this stay? Like, will you forever now probably do no. work from home or no? You think it'll go back I to I think part of it will stay just because it's cheaper. Mm-hmm. Oh. Like, you won't have to have the office space to have a bunch of editors for a show you won't have to pay for parking craft services right all that stuff so i could see it staying but not for everybody right i definitely think shows will go back into the office when they can but i think there will definitely be some chances to do remote editing that won't go away okay so how does this work now it does first of all does this pay well like obviously you're making a living but is it like a very good pay? There's job? a wide range of. Uh, it's hourly or by show or how does that? By so usually it's it technically is hourly. I usually negotiate on a weekly rate, but oh, that's wow. for a fifty-hour week. So it's not standard uh, through the editing pe- world, you know. I'm sorry. What was it's that? It's not standard through the editing world. Like for example, supermarket sweeps. There were all editors at one level. There's this editors at second level. Then there's like the finishing editor. So it's like is all the levels, or everybody negotiates their own thing. Everyone negotiates their own rate. Um, oh, what? By the know, way, what, what's Lenny's level? Is it a one? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> I did but fix the show, Neil. <laughs> So higher than a one. But there are a lot of shows that don't pay well. But when you're starting in your career early on, like when I did, you know, I just needed editor on my resume. Right. And it was enough for me to get by. And my expenses were pretty low. So, but there are times where I was working three, three editing jobs a week. I was oh. mainly working a lot of night shifts. And then if I could get a day shift somewhere... I would do that, and then I was working on another show on the weekends. Oh, oh like wow. three different shows. Yeah. That's Holy yeah. shit. That's cool. You like, could... I'm watching The Americans now. I started watching Americans. When you're editing a show... Oh, that's a great show. That means that, you, that means there are how many editors they have on that show. They, they don't have one main editor. Uh, I think they usually do it one editor per episode, and I would say, I would guess, because I'm not positive, they probably only have about three or four editors. Doing that whole series. Doing the whole series. Okay. Damn. So who gives but you? But I'm not positive on that. So they give you the footage, and for you know, for the Americans, it would be, I don't know, one camera. It's just a stationary camera with a bunch of takes, right? And for the for a supermarket, you got twelve cameras coming in, and so you have to. Are they synced? Like you have to sync up. Yeah. Every the nice thing with a stage show, unlike for scripted, although I've never been in the scripted world. Um, but for stage shows like this, we have, you know, however many cameras, but they are, all are in sync. Oh, wow. So, so we have groups, the assistant editors make a grouped clip for us that have all the cameras synced up. So that way I can just cut it into a sequence, although they already had it laid out as a sequence and all the audio tracks laid out for us. Oh, that's cool. So that was great. So I just grab a sequence. I watch it down just to see what all is there. Mm-hmm. And then I started probably about three or four weeks after the first editor. Mm-hmm. So they kind of had an idea of how they wanted stuff to look. Right. So they give it to so the first editor. Just, so they give it to one guy to make a, a, a general note based on what the showrunners give them. And then they, they hire the other editors to make all the rest of the episodes look similar. Right. There's kind of a template. Like if, then, So if Neil wasn't in the first one, he probably wasn't in the next... 20. <laughs> we always had him in until, uh, you know, we were told to cut him out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so depressing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there is there was a script. There is a script to go by, so you would probably, the first guy probably went with all the script was, and realized he's at 33 minutes, and then he's got a problem. I was always in the cut that shipped to Canada. <laughs> <laughs> so you'll be huge in Canada then? <laughs> no, probably not. <laughs> uh, that, but that was, I don't know. Oh, Wait, that so Neil we, A. <laughs> that Neil A. <laughs> They love security guards up there. That's where I'm building my house. This guy's great. <laughs> wait, so do you, wait, when you watch shows, are you like, oh, God, they screwed that up. 
Like, do you have? My mom hates watching TV with me. Oh no! Uh, Why? What do you? You just see it like movies too. You're like, oh boy. I actually, this is funny. I don't watch a lot of movies. Um, I watch a lot of TV shows. Um, but yeah, if we're watching, I don't know, say Amazing Race or you know some type of reality show, Mm -hmm. the edits aren't always seamless just because there's a lot of action going on. It's reality. Um, but if I notice an edit that was just in my mind, this could be for any show. Um, I usually make a comment about it. <laughs> You're like, that was terrible. And I'm just like, wow, how did that fly? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, do you, th- do you f- immediately go, somebody screwed it up or they, or they lost the sh- They don't have the shot. Do you give them the benefit of the doubt that they're professionals or do you think that the- it was a screw up? Uh, there could have been a chunk of time pulled, so it could have put the, the editor in a real jam. Mm-hmm. And most people don't notice those edits. But I think just staring at you know my work all day and trying to keep everything seamless, I notice it. But you know, I doubt most people would notice it. Do you uh, ever sit there and your mom's like, "Can you just watch the show?" Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> yes. So now I just try to keep all criticism to myself. Well, how about this one? Is there? Do you ever uh, watch a show or edit a show and you see a bunch of outtakes? So you get like you know, um, you know, a bunch of shots, and then you go, "That actor's really good." Or do you watch it and go, watch a bunch of shots and go, "Okay, that actor's terrible." Where the editors are saving this guy. I mean, it goes back and forth. Um, we, our job is to make everyone look good. Right. So I feel if they don't look good, that's our fault, whether that's true or not. Oh, I like um, to hear that. <laughs> you, mean, <laughs> I don't, you mean I don't have to get nervous and it's, sweat and be foolproof. yelled at by anymore by everybody? I'd be like, it doesn't matter. Yeah, they I, got it in post. Yeah, they we'll get it me. in post. That's why I always tell if Neil. They're they good. It it's definitely a huge help, but I do feel like it's our job to you know, elevate and not, you know, yeah, just well, leave them out there I, I looking did, bad. I did have to say that a few times. Remember, we got pickups on you. And then pickups aren't in usually in, in, sometimes they're not in the same order. So at the, they're at the back and then they yeah. forget about them. They're in some kind of pool somewhere. Well, we didn't and do a lot of pickups. No, we didn't do a lot of pickups. <laughs> but the one we did, we needed, like on the Halloween episode, we did a pickup. So I remember saying, no, go to the Halloween, go to the pickups. There's a pickup of, you know, like Leslie re-queuing you. Yeah. So, I mean, there is a, you know, they're not going to catch everything, Neil, if you don't help them. Well, from actor, from an actor or comic point of view, is there stuff that drives you crazy? Like, like if you if you just meander, or keep going, or uh, you, a good you question. need tight lines, you are is like you can make you can pretty much say I can make anything work, no matter what he or says. Hit or hit your mark, does. it's easier. Like if it's a, a perfect example, if there's an exchange between two people, say Leslie and Neil, I'm just using an example, and it's really tight and it's easy to edit. But if for some reason, you know, somebody hems and haws or flubs ever so slightly or misspeaks it's really hard to cover right it can be just because it depends on so if it's leslie neal they're having one of their scenes Mm -hmm. it just depends on where i have to edit if say neal forgets his line like middle of the sentence it's kind of an odd spot to cut away right so I can fix it, but it's just going to look weird. Whereas if you did a pickup and did it to everyone's liking, then it makes everyone's life Smooth. easier. Because right. that's where it gets tricky is if, you know, Neil's delivering a line and all of a sudden I have to cut to Leslie and then try to quickly cut back to Neil, you'll be like, oh, that was why, weird. why did they cut to Leslie? That's a weird place to go to Leslie. She's not reacting. Like, there's nothing, there's no motivation to go to Leslie right there. But if it's to cover an edit, I don't have any other choice. Okay, I got but three quick questions. Wait, let me sum up this Come real on. fast. So, yeah. as as an actor, when I'm on shows and stuff, I never have to worry again about any no, of my she performance. Means she's like, you don't got sc- this? Don't screw it up. You got or this. You're making her work. Well then, I should just can I can you work every project that I do? <laughs> can you just walk down the street with them? Like I like two. That's right. 
I'd like two cafes. Wait, wait. He wants to do that again. He yeah. wants to do that again. I can't. All right, edit that one. But I know I want people two get coffees. annoyed by doing pickups, but they help us. They they help us a ton in post. Oh, I love see pickups. pickups. See, I try to get, I'm going to try and get more pickups for season two. Um, or ones that I know we need to pick up. They fought me on them in season one, but this season two I might have a little cachet. That's common on every show because yeah. it's basically about time and crew and everything. Yeah. But um, the pickups, editors love the pickups, editors, especially if things match. That's a, then that's, it's even better. That's and actors sign. love the pickups. That's and comics like so. We got a lot, and I got to start hanging out with editors now. That's that should be. Uh, We're your best friends. I know. I didn't know this, but now you're are technically my best friend right now. Well, let me tell you this: we should get her a shirt that says "Editors Love Pickups." Yeah, I love. That's this. a funny. <laughs> that's a good one. That's a really good shirt to wear. Um, okay, three quick questions. One. So I didn't know this. This is something I learned. There's editors, and then there's a f- something called the finishing editor or the finisher, as Leslie loved to call him. The finisher. It sounded like some guy like was going to come in and shoot somebody, like Mr. Wolf in. Uh, <laughs> In Pulp Fiction, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Um, the finisher—he was the cleaner, I guess. But the finisher, what does it take to get from editor to finishing editor? Uh, usually, the finishing editors—they're the editors who have done those type of shows longer, and they know, you know, how to get shows to time because that's a big uh, thing as well. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not as easy as some people might think. Uh-huh. Um, so we all kind of have our tricks of where to pull time from. Yep. Uh, some have to deal with color correcting. It depends on the type, because different shows also, like a daily talk show, mm-hmm. they have what they consider like the finishing editors, but that's not exactly the same as a game show. Right, right. So, um, but they usually deal with, you know, making sure the graphics are correct, just making sure everything is to the standards of the show. Right. So with Supermarket Sweep being remote, it got tricky because, you know, we might not always hear what changes are happening and finishing. Uh, everyone did their best trying to communicate everything. Right. But, you know, a builder, which I came in as kind of a builder, just to help crank out episodes and get them to the finisher, um, we might not hear about all the changes. So we're doing our best that we can, but the finisher is just kind of that last set of eyes, making sure everything's consistent. So is it, okay, quick, quick question. So it's like apprentice editor puts everything together, then builder, then finishing editor? Am I, is, it a, is it a three-level system? No. Um, so the assistant editor gets everything grouped and ready for us, and then technically, like, we're all editors, but... Um, we might be just considered builders to mm-hmm. just get everything to a certain point. Right. And then when it goes to like you and Leslie, we usually don't see that episode again. Cause we're working on another episode. Right. Okay. Trying to get it up to a certain point. And then once, you and Leslie give notes, then it would sometimes go to one of the finisher editors. I see. Um, so, and then they would do like your notes, network notes and get that ready to go to get it locked and send that off to online and mix. And wait, I have a question. Is there a lot of old editors running around going, you don't know how it used to be. I used to have to cut the film and then I'd splice <laughs> the film together. We have those jokes on like the Facebook, you know, avid editor groups or, you know, whatever kind of editing groups. There are those type of jokes, of, you know, back in the day, you had to use tape. Oh, and shit. That's my favorite. All this stuff. Yeah, I'd imagine. All right, I got two quick questions. Um, this. Uh, Anytime you sit at a desk, it's really hard on your body or whatever. Do you, is there carpal tunnel syndrome? Do you get bad backs? Are you getting bad eyes? It's very hard. You're not supposed to sit that long anymore, right? So, Or he's not really saying right. the question, right? He, is that happening or is it just him that it's, it's happening to? It's just me. To is it happening to me? <laughs> I can't sit anymore at a desk. I used to have a lot of problems with uh, my wrist with the mouse. If I was working on a show with talk shows, you'll work about eight months, nine months. Mm-hmm. of a year and by the end my wrist would just be hurting so now i use a wacom tablet instead of a mouse and i ha- have no problems well i'm sorry what is that oh what's what? a wacom tablet? Lenny's getting out his uh, ordering thing yeah, what is that what is, amazon never heard i'm that. sorry what was that that's called? right so it's kind of like it's a lot of it's 
very popular in the animation circle because it's more of like kind of a pen and paper type thing. I'm sorry, like what's the product? Your, Give me the product again. What's it called? It's called Wacom, W-A-C-O-M. Okay. I'm getting okay. paid for this. Yeah, this is, um, this is chapter two in your book. Instead of a mouse, you have like a stylus pen right. that you're using. Mm-hmm. And you have a surface for the tablet that's kind of like your mouse pad in a way. Right. So you can map how, however much of that tablet surface you want to be your screen. Oh. So you can set it up. So the way I have mine set up is I almost barely have to move my wrist at all to cover my whole screen. Wow. For my wow. monitors. I got to look. And did you fall for the whole fake stand up desk routine? Whenever <laughs> I have a stand up desk. I knew it. I knew it. Is it on a treadmill? Wait, does so it have a treadmill out? too? Holy shit. It does. I wish. Doesn't it? Oh, I wish. okay. Because <laughs> I'm a runner, so I wish it could. And you don't know. hate the stand-up desk? You still use it? I love it. I had it actually. I ended up buying my own because now we're all working from home. The I was sitting at my kitchen table and sitting at a wood on a wood chair with oh a seat cushion, God. and it was miserable. Yeah. Oh shit! And because I'm just too short, really, to be editing at that table. Mm-hmm. So my shoulder was That's at a weird bad. angle. So I ended up buying a stand-up desk, and now I can sit at the perfect angle or height for that desk. There you go. And I do stand a lot during the day as well. All right, let's move on. Got to move on. Um, We went over on that one, but it was worth it. Thanks for telling us. Um, The third corner, we usually take a hard left turn on our third corner, and we're doing today. And what I learned about Emily Oates was that she went to Purdue. She was there with Drew Brees, as a matter of fact. Oh, Big Ten. Big Ten's the best. Yeah. Big Ten girl. Big Ten girl. And Purdue, for those people in the dark, are black and gold are the colors, correct? That's correct. And she has a lot of black and gold. She, that those are her colors. Yeah, they had a big run in the in the final four. They got beat by Virginia. And Neil's team just had. <laughs> yeah, thanks for bringing that up, Neil. <laughs> Sorry about that, but you guys really should have won that game. It was over. <laughs> so you know that Neil's favorite team is the Steelers. So they're also black and gold. Yeah, well, but different, yellow. different kind. Little, little different on the yellow. Um. So and then so let's talk about colors. So you're in because you went to school. That's the corner colors. Colors. Holy shit! Okay. Look at this. One. I know. <laughs> I'm making a hard turn because Emily's very like we're very specific. Like Leslie got her a nice gift and uh, sneakers, and they were black and gold. Oh, so everything's got to be Purdue black colors. Black and gold. Is that- I don't wear red, Neil. I will not wear red. She <laughs> yeah, will yeah. not wear red. See, that's I don't blame thing. you. I don't, I'm not a big red person. That's funny. Either. I'm not red either. You know, Trevor Noah. I was sitting at the Comedy Cellar table one time with Trevor, right? And he goes. Uh, some something like uh, I think I was wearing like red, like dark red. I won't wear bright red, but he he I'll wear dark red because apparently somebody told me I have two colors that I look good in, yeah. right? Olive or like magenta, that kind of thing, or dark red. Like who who even thinks about shit like that? But okay, um, but usually on stage I have it in my head these colors because people get into your head, and then he's like, you should never wear red on stage. Why, Trevor? He goes, it's like subliminal that it's angry. Right, which is so funny with okay, the Republican Party that, or whatever. I guess, I guess but, I, yeah. but blue is very calming. Whatever, it's very neutral. People are happy. So if you go, so I'm very. Most of my stuff, I like blue anyway. So most of my clothes yeah. is blue, especially if I want to. You know, if I know if I'm going in a comfortable situation where I'm very confident, I don't care if I'm wearing red, right, or whatever. But if I'm like, okay, I'm a little nervous about this show or whatever, I'm wearing blue. So just to be safe, I'm wearing Uh, a lot of blue. I'm just New York. New York is just dark, black, dark colors. Yeah, that's New York is famous for being dark and black or whatever. And this is a question for you, Emily. Like, do you notice this? I mean, you've never been, you're not a New Yorker, but um, I don't know if you've ever been here. But I remember Chuck Martin telling me, he's a writer out in L.A., he he um, would say, I can't wait to go back to L.A. because there'll be colors. Like, New York is very, like, stark and yeah. black. Everybody's wearing black. Everybody's too cool for school oh, and wearing black. I remember being on a subway in New York. Me and Bethel were on a subway. Not one person on our subway car. Every single person had a black coat. Yeah. Every single person. And, and that it was packed. And there wasn't one person in the whole car. With like a red shirt. With no color, no white. No, it was all black coats. It it's was very crazy. noticeable to yeah. people from out of town. 
And it is very noticeable the other way. Like if you watch, in fact, the supermarket sweep is very colorful, very colorful. It is. The supermarket's very yeah. colorful. The sweatshirts are very colorful. And if you go back to the old ones, they're super colorful. They're super colorful. Yeah. Right. And, um, but the set is too. So when you see supermarket sweep on TV for the first, um, one of the first comments almost everybody makes is, "Oh, I like those colors." Right. Yeah. 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 I'm like, I wonder if they're gonna change up the sweatshirts for colors, like keep changing sweatshirt colors every season just to be, you know, different hues or stuff like that. But yeah, um, color. So anyway, Trevor Noah said, "Don't wear red on stage. It's very subliminal." And of course, black is known to be very slimming, right? I think was it Scalero who wears that shirt black black black, I don't know. D- black shirt diet or something like that. I don't know. I always wear dark colors. <laughs> well, the thing with dark colors is you don't have to think. You just there's no if you the more colors you have, the more you gotta think and you gotta plan. Think. Right. You just can't walk out of the house. But if you have all dark on, it doesn't matter. You can just walk out. Yeah. So I like that dark colors for for the fact that I, there's no thinking. Well, involved. security guard Neil, you're wearing your black hat right now, and your yep. black yeah. It's very easy. Full-time security guard. (laughs) (laughs) So do you have everything black and gold in your house? I don't, no. Um, Although it's funny because if you talk to friends, they'll tell you all I wear, like Purdue shirts or something. But I do have like other shirts in the wardrobe. But uh, I wear a lot of blue, actually. Oh, there you go. Didn't you say you were a farmer girl? Farmer girl. Uh, I'm not a farmer so girl. So she's not a but city girl. I grew up on a bunch of acreage. Yeah. So she's. You said that earlier. So do you? No. Wear, no. 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 She said she wasn't a city girl. She didn't say she was a farm girl. Oh, I just put that in out there myself. Yeah. <laughs> I you, thought you said but it. But I have grown up on farms. Uh, there you go. Family farms. See, I knew it. I could read between the lines. So How? I've been in combines, all that stuff. Did you milk a cow? I have not, no. Ah, well, that there you go. Yeah, so you grew up wearing, like, jeans and overalls and stuff like that? Yep. <laughs> Told you. There you go. I grew up in Texas, so I know these things. Yeah, I, he knows these things. Now, there's two types of overalls. There's the farm, like, out on the farm overalls, and then there's the I'm painting in my studio overalls. Did you know the difference? I did not. <laughs> yeah. But, wow. I, I was, but I hate overalls. In general, like they're not comfortable. To they me. were, they were. They uh, went, yeah, what happened? They went out. They were so. They, they were so in here for a minute. Only Greer Barnes can wear overalls. Uh, no, and Dorfman. They, they came back though, not that long ago, for a quick second. Yeah, never ever will. You I You know be who wore dead. overalls? Who? Demi Moore, because we're older than you probably. Right. Emily. So Demi Moore, she did overalls. Yeah. Okay. Well, she any did, yeah. this just in any go. hot chick can wear anything. Okay. <laughs> That's that's the thing. People go, oh, it's a fad. I walk in overalls. They're like, okay, he's lost his absolute mind, or it's Halloween. You okay. can't wear overalls. They look horrible on you. You, if there's one person you cannot, if I will pay to see you wear overalls, Overall, yeah. absolutely not. Nor will I wear cowboy boots. Most uncomfortable. Oh, did shoe. you grow up wearing boots? Uh, I've had a pair, but they're not my thing. Yeah. Again, a girl can pull off any outfit if she's cute. It doesn't matter. Yeah, you know I, mean, I mean, but Texas, everybody wore boots. Yeah, they All dumb. the girls wore it's boots. It's so uncomfortable. Remember the girl? We had a girl in Supermarket Sweep. She was wearing, like, boots oh, trying that's to run right. with mama yeah, yeah. through she the was store. A, that was a mistake. Yeah, Yeah, because she kept sliding through the... Sliding. Yeah. She just couldn't run. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mama's going slow. She's going slower. Yeah, it was ridiculous. They didn't win. All right. So what are the colors you don't like, Neil? Do you have colors that you will not wear or... I mean, I have I I make that mistake every year that I'm gonna go for summer white, like a white. He <laughs> can't do it. It just you're not I, a white. I guy. I try and then and then I either ruin the shirt in seconds, <laughs> like I spill something on yeah, it. I'm with it's you. It's like the uh, keyboard and the coffee thing. Yeah. It's I I just but I crave to wear like a white button down like george clooney's always got a cool white he, yeah like they all, make it look so cool la and white then, shirt open up, yeah. up and up then neck. white makes me feel bad about myself and i i feel it just why do you feel bad i don't know it's just like it makes me feel like you don't have money but so. i keep buying it i keep buying white shit well you keep trying yeah i keep trying i, I do don't like know. white I think but it's it, like that it does get dirty but like a white t-shirt thing or something i don't know there's that it's 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 always in my head it keeps coming back but i well i can't wear white on stage because it's like see-through like the lights hit you from the stage yeah yeah it looks like just everything about white it's nothing like my chest hair and man tits (laughs) yeah that's part of it too yeah yeah big stomach (laughs) but whatever so So white i will never wear white even though i i'll buy a lot of white stuff yeah 
Yeah. I mean, I do like white, but again, it always just like one little stain. You know what? I swear to God, I have this great Nike shirt. It's got blue sleeves and a white middle. And I've been trying to get, I had chicken wings one time, one I know, little sliver time. of oil from the it chicken wing. Come off. It <laughs> will not come off. That dot is driving yeah. me crazy. I know, I have it, it on ruins my... the shirt. your workout shirt. <laughs> yeah, it's just, I, I've been trying to Leonard get it off. It work out, so that, yeah, that, that option's out. I'll go running too, Emily. <laughs> I will run. I will run. Well, what's your, what's your, what's go- yours? Wait, 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 wait. Let's feel. Emily, Emily what's answer. your go-to color? Wait, what's not other than go-to color? What's your color that you won't wear? Uh, I won't wear anything that's red or white because of the other school. I see. Uh, that's how Indiana. That, how deep that rivalry runs. <laughs> oh, jeez, that is deep. Uh, and they're really uh, they're better than you this year. They're better than you this year at football. Uh, mm. let's not go that far. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first time they've been good in like, since like, in like 50 years. It doesn't count. It, half the school's not playing. They haven't really played anyone. Penn State, a lot of their players opted out. Yeah. I could oh, go on true. for a while. Wait, how far, you, how far is that campus, the campuses from Indiana and Purdue, how far are they from each other? Uh, probably about two hours, maybe. Okay. Oh, all right. That's okay. Man. Um, all right. So red and white, you won't wear. You weren't right. I don't blame her. Red and white, are, that's aggressive. But I'm also very pale, so mm. those colors also just don't look good on me either. Yeah. I like but that. I wear I, a lot of blue, and being country girl, I do like the camo. Okay. There you go. There you go. Camo. There's Jeez. a lot of camo all, out all the time. Now. I can't wear camo. Look at me. I got best of doesn't wear camo. Camo at Athletica. Did you? Athletica, right? I, well, Gina has like her camo workout pants or whatever, the you know, uh, what are the things called? Athleisure. I don't wear camo, but Neil, the security, definitely wears definitely wears camo. <laughs> I can't wear camo. What am I going to wear? Camouflage shirt? Like, uh, no, I don't know. Dorks can't wear camouflage anything. You know what I mean? You can't wear camouflage with glasses. Again, I'll pay to watch you in camo. Camo? I don't. Yeah. I can't do it. I can't do it. Camo and overalls. I can't. Oh do it. Oh my god! How about just camo overalls? And I'll, I don't even I'll like, buy you some of those. I hate this time of year too. I like summer colors: blue, even. Blue and pink, but then people go, "Oh God, he's wearing pink." And then in New York, that's not. A now good there's thing one color I despise. What? It's been Brown. in my head since I was little. Uh, this guy, when I was at college, he wore this shirt in front of me, and it was it creeped me out. It's like a mustardy dark yellow, like burnt it's, yellow, it's not burnt orange because that's the University of Texas, but it's like, like it's, a burnt yellow. It's like a dark mustard. It, that's the What's, worst color I've ever seen. Really, I can't quite describe. But that's like it. the Steelers. Yeah. No, the Steelers is a golden yellow. I mean, black and just gold. Dark yellow. Steelers are everything I have is Steelers color. What's the matter with dark? You just don't like mustard. Period. No, I love regular mustard, but not a mustard no, no. color. It's like a darker mustard, like yeah, a like the other pond. exactly. Like that you don't like that oh, mustard. No. Neil will only regular yellow mustard. I don't even understand the difference. Do you like yellow mustard or the dark? Gray Poupon type mustard. <laughs> which Emily? Which I'm one with you? Neil. Regular mustard. Regular right? Mustard. Didn't you grow up on yellow mustard? Do you know when Same I moved to thing. when I moved to New York, I went to Carnegie Deli. Yeah, and they give you the other one. No, yeah. and I ordered a corned beef sandwich, and it's, they're f- so famous, and it's the greatest sandwich I've, at, to this day. It's my favorite sandwich, mm-hmm. and I walk. I go. I'm not eating this until I get yellow mustard. <laughs> And the way <laughs> the waiters at Carnegie Deli, they're famous for being super mean. And I'm like, look, I want I ask you already, I want yellow mustard. And so the the guy goes back, gets yellow mustard packs, comes to the table, and he throws them at me. <laughs> <laughs> because That's in New York boy. you have to eat like the dark gray the gray poupon. Give, it's not gray poupon, it's just dark mustard. It's That's all that it is. mustard, it's but man, they thing. hate yellow mustard in New York City. Hilarious. Brown, I'm not big on either. It's brown it's fall time, the brown. I, I swear to God, Bertie can wear anything. Like she looks great in everything. Brown, I don't. And Gina good. wears anything, but I brown. I don't know. I just go for dark colors. There you go. I guess. Oh, the color segment worked out. You like that? Yeah, pretty good. All right, let's go to the fourth corner. All right, I'm not gonna tell you what it is. So we're gonna put Neil in. We're gonna do a quiz. Sometimes we do quizzes. Right. Sometimes we don't. Bye. Gonna, I'll be right back. All right. Where are you gonna go? Into Bertie's in room. Office. Go. No, Gina's in the office. Okay. Go to Bertie's room. Bertie. All right, go. We're gonna put Neil in the soundproof booth, Emily. And okay. all right. Is he gone? Is he gone? Okay. You gone? Yeah. All right. Keep going. I want to hear that door slide. He's such a cheater. Okay. On the other side. You better be on the other side of that door, Neil. Okay. So this is a colors quiz. Yes. Okay. So I'm going to give you the, f- it's all about flags. Flags have colors. So I'm going to give you the flag. And 
I will give you one point for each color you get from that flag. So if it was United States and it was obviously the colors of the United States flag are red, white, and blue, you could get three points. Oh, this is going to be bad. <laughs> There's a lot of guessing probably going to happen. So I try to do more, more of the famous ones. Like I'm not going to give you Zimbabwe, a country you probably <laughs> never seen. You know what I mean? But we'll see how good you can go. All right, here we go. Japan. Uh, red and white. Yes, two points. China. Red and yellow. Russia. Hmm. Trying to think of their flag. This is three uh, three colors. I can give you the total. You can get possible three points. How many colors? Three. Three? I'm going to, this is a total guess. No I'm going to say red. It's only an hour show. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm failing already. Uh, Not failing. Uh, red Just, and white. And, you already got more points than Neil's going to get. <laughs> I don't know what their third color would be. Just go for um, it. I'll just throw out yellow. <laughs> okay. Keep going. Uh, Australia. Australia. Um, oh, man. Blue. I'm going to say white. We'll go with that. Okay. Um, Ireland. Let's see. I think they have some orange, green, and white. Nice. Brazil, three colors. Uh, green, yellow, white. Okay. Israel, two colors. Two colors? Mm-hmm. Uh, blue and white. Nice. Mexico, three colors. Green, red, and white. Wow. Argentina? Uh, blue, yellow, and I think maybe white. North Korea, three colors. North Korea, three colors. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, I'll say... Come on. I'll say red, white, and... Oh, oh yellow. Okay. South Korea... Yeah, I feel like they're blue and white. Okay. Uh, Finland. Finland. Uh, blue and white, maybe? Sweden. I'm going with blue and white a lot, yeah. apparently. That's all right. I mean, that's, <laughs> these are good guesses. I'm not going to lie to you. You're killing it. Sweden, three co- uh, two colors. Sweden. Red and white. Okay. Bahamas. Trying like to channel my Olympic fan loving person here and think of all the podium mm-hmm. flags. Mm-hmm. Uh Bahamas. Let's see. I'm gonna go green. Uh, are they green and yellow and white? Green and yellow? I'll go green and yellow. Okay. And probably completely off. India. Oh. Um hmm. This is one, two, three, four colors. Uh I don't know about India. Oh, just guess. I'll go red and white. Uh okay. All right. Two, four, Did you ever six, watch Big eight. Bang Theory? Yes. The, yeah, fa- I feel flags. like I should have paid more attention with Sheldon Cooper's <laughs> Fun with Flags. <laughs> uh, 29 points out of a possible 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 29 out of like 40. Um, that's, that's terrible. Uh, I don't think so. I think Neil's going to get about two. So, Neil! 
All right, here he comes. Here he comes. We'll see. No, I thought you did really well. I mean, you're talking about two, three each, you know? You were... Right. A chance? I don't know. I got a chance. I mean, she got 29 out of 40 points. Here's what it right, is. Here Here's the game, okay? It's a colors game. It's the I'm going to give you flags. You tell me the color in the flag. So if I give you the United States, you'd say red, white, and blue, oh, three shit. points. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, congratulations on the big win. It, it was not easy, Neil. Uh, <laughs> all right, Neil, just bang them out. Hey, there's Krispy Kreme. Yeah, Krispy Kreme. No, really, Gina. He brought a whole box of Krispy Kreme. All right. All right. All right, here we go. Japan. Uh, red and white. Good. Two points. I will tell you the number if you want to know the number of colors, too. Okay. China. Uh, two colors. Uh, I guess it's like a yellow and red. Yes. Russia. Uh, what is that? A blue and red? Uh, that's It's actually red, white, and blue. Oh, okay. But two points. Nice. Australia. I just finished watching the Americans. That's how I knew that. Uh, <laughs> Australia. Uh, Australia. Well, they're definitely like a yellow. Green, yellow? Yellow, green? Uh, no, they are red, white, and blue. No points. Ireland. Uh, well, green and white. Um, there's three colors. You want to take a shot at another one? Uh, green, white, and Guinness beer, so black. No. Damn I guess it. So. Hold on. Let me take out the... <laughs> put new buzzers in that thing. Neil wore out Did the you buzzer. get that one? Uh, she. It's actually green, white, and orange. Oh, in shit. That's right. Yeah. right. Brazil. Brazil was that golden... I mean, the green and gold or whatever, yellow and yeah. whatever it is. You want to give another shot? There's one more color. Uh, White? No, it's blue. There's actually a, like a little... Uh, Globe in the middle of that, but nice guess, good guessing. All right. Two points. Israel. It's gonna end back. Blue and white. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. Mexico. Oh shit, Mexico. Yeah, just think of the World Cup, Neil. Whatever. I am. I'm just thinking of uni- <laughs> I'm just thinking of uni- sports uniforms. It's easier than I think. But Mexico's always green and red. And one more color. Black. Nope. White. Oh, so shit. close. Good guessing though on the last color. Argentina. Argentina's blue and white. And yellow. And yellow. Okay, so I'll give you two for that one. North Korea. Uh, North Korea. That's a toughie because they don't have any teams. I've failed miserably on this <laughs> yeah. one, I think. They don't have any teams. I mean, knowing that guy, yep. he's kind of bigger, so he's got to wear colors that look make him look slim. Okay. <laughs> I'm just okay. joking around. I don't know. Uh, let's go with white and red. They would just copy Japan. That's pretty good. They copy Japan. And blue, actually. They're red, Damn. white, and blue. South Korea. Oh, shit. This is pretty close. Yeah, South Korea. South Korea? Yeah. Uh, just, I don't know any. I don't, um, I don't, uh, I guess I'll guess. All right. We'll go for uh, white and black. Yep, and blue and red. So oh. I'll give you two points for that. Finland. Shit. <laughs> Finland. <laughs> Did you get this? Emily, you got, got this. Uh, I don't even remember what I guessed. She got it right. Shit. You got right. Finland? Two right? colors. Uh, I mean, blue and blue and red. Blue and white. Ah. One point. Sweden. A red and white. No, light blue and yellow. Oh, shit. But their soccer uniforms are red and white. I know, right? Damn it. The, bah- the Bahamas. Oh, shit. They got to have crazy colors. The Bahamas has bright colors. So bright uh, green and like yellow. Uh no, black aquamarine and gold. I knew it was something weird like aquamarine. I know Neil. I was Shit. like trying to think of everyone's <laughs> Olympic uniform. I know that's what I'm thinking. World Cup soccer. I think you have to nail this one, Neil. And it's four of them. It's over. I lost India. Ah shit, India. Mm-hmm. Mm. They have they they would have Bangladesh, India, and Pakistan, or just India, like the whole group. Uh, whatever you want, Neil. <laughs> I don't. I, I mean, India sounds. I mean, they. I know. I've seen them. I know them. I know their colors. One of my favorite countries. 
Uh, <laughs> Neil, there's nobody. <laughs> yellow and green. They don't listen Yellow to and green. Uh, no, they would never have yellow. Uh, why wouldn't they have white yellow? White and green. Oh, okay. White and green's good. I'll give you two points for that. Woo! Two out of four. Saffron and blue are the other two. Shit. Let me see what Saffron. Neil adds up to. Is 6, 8, 10, 12, 14, 16, 18, 20, 21, 23 out of 40. Our winner today. Damn it. Emily L. <laughs> Nice how, did, why, how did you know so much about flag? I colors? don't know. She guessed really well. She got one more extra point on right. Mexico. She got that, she got two points for Australia. She got both of those right. She it's got a Big Ten education. Argentina. It's a Big Ten yeah. education right Finland, there. Finland. She got that right. She got one for the Bahamas. Growing up nothing. watching the Olympics has oh. finally paid off. Shit. There you go. Um, I had a great tiebreaker too, Neil. You want to go for it? Yeah, let's hear it. Don't what help him, Emily. Um, the, it's the rainbow pride flag. Uh, so only ha- all the colors all of them but can you name all of them mm, probably not i mean <laughs> i just go i would go blue yellow red green blue yellow red green blue yellow red green it's like a purple yeah if you get one more uh, it's got to be something gay <laughs> i don't know gay color <laughs> Blue, yellow, purple. Uh, well, actually, I guess I'll go black. You should have gone pink. Pink! Oh, no, but that's <laughs> it's actually orange is the oh, main one. But then orange. they removed pink and turquoise because it would be easily easier to mass produce. That's what I read online. Uh, shit. But do you know that? Okay, so the, the rainbow pride flag is red is life, orange is healing, yellow is sunlight, green is nature, blue is harmony, violet is spirit. Violet. And then the two they took out, pink is sex and turquoise is magic. Mm, I didn't know that. I really should be turquoise. All magic, baby. You went all in on colors today. (laughs) Colors. I went in because Emily, we had to do some stuff for Emily. All right. That's it. We we had a winner. That was a fun show. Yeah, I said congratulations. I'm a good, I'm not, I'm a good loser. Exactly. All right. How we wrap this thing up every week, Emily, is we do one good thing or one bad thing of the week. Like something good happened to you or something bad happened to you or whatever. I'm going to let Neil start. Oh, yeah, because I got a good one. It just happened to me. Go ahead. So I... First of all, I grew up on Krispy Kremes, and my mom loves Krispy Kremes more than she's ever loved any of us, <laughs> any of the kids. I mean, seriously, if if I was drown, if there was like a hot Krispy Kreme coming to her, yep. and I was drowning in the lake, she'd be like, "Let me finish the hot Krispy." I mean, that's all. Bye, I mean, Neil. When we grew up, the little thing in Virginia, the little thing light would go on and just be like, "Oh my!" It was the great to our family. It's the greatest thing that's ever. I can't even say it's <laughs> So they find. Krispy Kreme blew up like 10 years ago, 20 years ago, and then they're gone in New York, and they finally, now they're back. They open up right by my house. I go there, mm. dozen Krispy Kremes. Yeah. That's the good thing. I'm so excited, but I didn't heat them up in the microwave. You got to heat them up eight seconds in the microwave. Yeah. <laughs> However, the bad thing is I'm literally at Krispy Kreme. It's packed. There's people outside. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm doing the social distancing in the mask. <laughs> and I get to the register, and, the, and they start going crazy, and they start blowing whistles and going, woo, woo. Oh you won God. the gold. You did? I think they're talking to me. But talking to this lady in front of me. They gave her the gold wheel. And I'm like, I've never felt worse about myself that I was like one person. I was away. one away. But I, I had just push her out of the way, Neil. <laughs> I almost did. I had cut the line because mine was already there. So I was cutting the register. And my register was broken because some guy was working on it. It like some guy they broke the register. She goes, I can't bring you out right now. You have to go stand oh, behind this lady. No. And so it was like I felt like so cheated and like so upset. <laughs> and uh, but Krispy Kreams is my favorite place. But and I'm like, what the? F-? And so she goes, oh, and they're all cheery. And she goes, she goes, this is what yeah. you win. And I'm like, what yeah, do you what get? Do you win? She goes, free donuts for a year. And I'm like, now I'm furious. <laughs> I'm fucking pissed. But then she, then she, bra- I'm so angry. And I'm like, I almost reached across and grabbed it. <laughs> and then, but it, it turns out that it's not. It's free. And then she broke it down she goes free donuts for a whole year and then really what it is a free you get each month the the wheel i looked at the wheel Uh i should have taken a picture you get each one month you get a free dozen donuts oh okay and i was still a little angry but still that was (laughs) when i heard free donuts for a year i almost had a heart attack (laughs) oh man you could have given that to your mom for christmas done Uh, i I, oh god my mom was gonna be so excited oh i'm sorry neil it hurt i can't i should have taken a picture because i couldn't believe it was happening to me emily one good thing or one bad thing of the week 
Uh, I don't remember. I have no concept of time anymore <laughs> since I never leave my apartment. Um, but Kim Eng being hired by the Marlins. Oh, yeah. Very That's a good one. That is a good one. Yeah. Sports girl right there. Um, First female so G- just, G- GM. Yeah. yeah. It's very exciting and super happy for her and can't wait to see what she does. Yeah. Let's see what the Marlins. Derek Jeter's pulling it together pretty quickly down there. Like, everybody was skeptical about him getting rid of Stanton, but it actually worked out. They got a lot of good young no, pitching. No, now he's like the best manager ever. He's yeah. taken over the. He's, he's Watch just out. A, that guy's just a star. He just is. Um, good luck to her. And uh, my one good thing or one bad thing of the week is, Neil, I heard Kool-Aid clear today. So I think we're done with Supermarket Sweep Season 1. Oh, really? As of this show oh, airing. Wow. I think we're officially in oh, the wow. can. We've lost all the editors. Emily's done. And oh, wow. I think everybody finished yesterday. That's Actually, amazing. they finished today, Wednesday. So yeah, thanks, Emily, for all your amazing work. Yeah. And we're done. We I, made it through I season had a blast one. on that show. That was really, it was, it's been great. It's been, and so far, it's been really, I so mean, I fun. got, and if Leslie wants, I'm sure season two will happen if Leslie wants to do it. So it's a matter of that. And good luck. Fingers crossed. The ratings have been good. Got a, oh, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, they went up. Yep. Well, if not, I just applied to over 22 grocery stores in the, in the New York metro uh, for area. Security, <laughs> for security. For security work? Yeah, yeah. Well, they got to, they got to be like, this, this is the OG of security people. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> yeah that's what I, I um, only guard the food. <laughs> Emily Oates, you can find her on Instagram at, at Termin Editor One. I see what you did there. Termin Editor. <laughs> Get it? Like yeah. the Terminator. <laughs> I like but that. The I like that. Editor one. jokes. Yeah, editor jokes. I love it. At, what are you editing next? What are you, what are you working on now? I am currently working on the Teen Mom 2 reunion. Woo! Teen oh, wow. Mom 2 reunions. And what? I wish I, I would have had this conversation like 30 years ago when I started, because now I, all this worrying about my performances and acting and com, and I, now I know the editors could make me look good at any time. You just had to find some editors. Damn it! To you, Neil. Damn it! Just do me a favor. What a waste of money on those acting classes. Can you just nail your one to two lines an episode so we can not have a problem do that <laughs> that's so hard for me now the pressure's <laughs> off maybe i'll be more relaxed <laughs> emily thank you so much thanks, for doing emily, this for everything that was a lot of fun thank you for all the work you did on supermarket and thanks for giving us a little lesson today i can't wait to see you yeah, in person yeah. yeah we'll meet you in person hopefully definitely come to the set for season two at least get in there yeah exactly let me know keep me posted we'll do all right Bye. we'll see everybody next week take care be safe Four Corners Podcast was created, hosted, produced, and engineered by me, Lenny Marcus. Executive producers Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcast.